News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Welcome to Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning. I'm Alan Gilbreth with DarkOakMedia.com. And I'm Maximilian. And I'll explain this in a second. You might like this. But today, I want to wish you a very happy International Animation Day. Okay. International. Absolutely. And can I explain the reason why it's today? Talk to me. Well, because the very first animated film had its debut in January, October 28th, 1892 at the Greven Museum in Paris. Wow. So it goes that far. Huh. You were were there, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was Charles Emile Reynaud and his theater optique um, presented their first production there. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was not a mouse. Theater optique. It was not a mouse. Okay. Now that's cool. I bet you could probably go on YouTube and find... Mm-hmm. This animation, I would have oh, yeah. to believe. All right. Well, we can wholeheartedly get behind that. I mean, think of think of what animation has brought us. Some of great, some great storytelling, including one oh. of my favorites, Attack on Titan. <laughs> Max, you and I. <laughs> yeah, but. All right. Well, this is a good one, folks. If you're out there and you've got any interesting uh, uh, feelings about animation, if there's any one that sticks, in, you know, sticks in your mind. Of course, you know, we remember all the Disney one, uh, Disney animations when we were little kids and stuff so this is a good one all right we'll see what kind of feedback we get well there's a lot more than just the mouse trust me oh i know oh yeah your miyazaki is probably going to be mentioned today right oh i hope so okay gilby studios well if you want to chime in on anything and of course you know we'll probably talk about tools and things (laughs) yeah we might we might get around to that home improvement stuff uh you can call or text us at the big m roofing and remodeling hotline at 901-683-0989 we also invite you to go to the uh, Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check out the posts we've made over there, including our must-have item of the week and our great moments in building history, uh, which is going to be interesting in honor of the the season, Alan. I know you love spooky... Spooky constructions. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, man, this is an old one, the Tower of London, which I learned a lot about. I thought it was just one tower. Oh, I don't no. Know. It's like a whole complex. It's like a city. It basically. is. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, you you know, so that's up there. We're going to talk about that uh, a little bit later. So, and also you can watch the show on the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roar Facebook page. Uh, we have the, the show broadcasting over there and over on the uh, X page for News Talk 98.9 The Roar. Well, Alan, we got a pretty interesting show and we've got a special guest coming in. Um, in honor, uh, we have a we have a new sponsor for the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, you okay. know, and of course, since um, they're partner, since we're partnering with all the Cumulus uh, sister stations here, one of the uh, thing we'd like to introduce them here on the radio. Ooh, so excellent, KC Computers. Now, this is gee, Alan. I wonder if you'll be able to weigh in on this hmm. conversation. Custom uh, Home <laughs> Computers. We've got one of the owners. It's it's owned by Russ and Diane Anderson. Russ is coming in awesome. uh, shortly. What's interesting about this? This is completely serendipitous russ is from london russ used to walk past the tower of london every day i mean literally i guess so he's gonna have he's intimately familiar with that structure Uh, i can't say that i've been there so i'm happy we're gonna have um, a local so to speak yeah but home computers there's a lot to talk about because we're talking systems and it's not home it's it's also uh it's also business so computer questions are on the table today even well and it's more than just the computer and computer questions it's it the computer is one of those things that redefines a room 
it, it's yeah. you. You really have to rethink. Okay, what am I doing in here? Because you and I love to talk about lighting mm-hmm. and how the ergonomics of a room is laid out. Sure. When you get a computer, these become huge, huge topics. Yeah, and you also want to. Yeah, you want to. You want to have it designed properly. You want to. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to it, and of course, if you have a business, that's it's. it's Central. You Keep have in to, mind, you're going to spend a lot of time in front of that thing. Now, I don't know. In Alan's Week in Review, you, <laughs> I don't think you got near a computer. From what I could see, it was a lot uh, of wildlife. It was a lot of digging, a lot of, uh, you know, it was pretty wide ranging. I was a little everywhere this week. You yeah. were sending me pictures and, uh, you know, things like that. There's a lot of things. We've got our must-have item of the week. I don't want to over-tease because I have a feeling it's going to be another one of those dynamic shows. Mm. But uh, we want you to stick around and, of course, like we say, uh, feel free to weigh in at any point on the uh, Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline, 901-683-0989. Okay, but before we get to all of these uh, exciting topics, Alan, uh, I've got a tool tale. And now, tool tales. With Tool Talk Radio. I got to quit doing that. That's a double redundancy. I said we got a tool tail, then he says we have tool tail. A double Sorry, redundancy Mac. is also a redundancy. Yeah, I, I need some caffeine. So, hey, um, <laughs> I don't even know if this, I guess it's a tool tail to the degree that it deals with my uh, concrete drill bit. So, okay. All right, Alan, as uh, as you know, because I've been sending you pictures and mm-hmm, I'll be posting, mm-hmm. uh, now that now that it's starting to look like something, I'll start posting um, pictures of this laundry room that I'm building for right. a customer. So I'm building a laundry room and it's so, we, we poured a new slab. Right. I didn't, the concrete man did. And um, so I have to anchor the, fr- so I'm framing it out. It's like right. a 13 by 11 room. This is not a big room, but it it does need to be anchored in at the base. And I mm-hmm. have to anchor it into brick. Right. Okay, Alan. So I'm anchoring it in with three eighths inch, you know, those sleeve things you put in the, right. you know, at the base. Okay. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to use those same sleeves to anchor it into the wall. <laughs> a three okay. eighths inch drill bit. Okay. I don't even know how many drill bits I went through. I I, I drilled oh. into the concrete, no problem. Lickety split, got that done. Then I'm like, okay, I gotta get it, you know, level, and then anchor in the studs into the brick wall. Alan, this stuff was. I mean, I'm talking mortar. I'm not talking mm-hmm. trying not to drill through the brick. the brick. And I could not. I mean, it, it was impossible drilling through that stuff. I finally had to go to a smaller. Uh, a smaller anchor or something. But what is this mortar made out of? This how this like I said, this home was built in 1929. What is the? It's the mystery of the mortar that I'm throwing at you. Well, all right, keep in mind, mortar comes in a variety of different mixes, mm-hmm. and of there was a while there that a lot of mason, you know, a lot of the masons, you know, you kind of knew to throw a handful of extra Portland cement in your mortar mix, and it'd be a little stiffer. <laughs> or it can hold up to the weight. And periodically, you and I run across one of these. And I've even run into one that had a Type S mortar. I don't and know what you, that is. All right, well, a Type S mortar is the super high compression mortar. Mm. And you want to talk about eat some drill bits. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if somebody didn't use, you know, usually most people use like a Type N for your house. Oh, no. This stuff, but you can eat some bits because that mortar oh, yeah. is now good news for your homeowner. Oh, it's some solid. He was they delighted. Got serious mortar in I'm, there. It's I'm not going to decay anytime soon. I said I thought that I think they used the mortar that the Romans built uh, yeah. <laughs> built built the Colosseum out of or something. But I eventually got through with quarter inch 
um, you know, anchors right. and that. But it was it, it was miserable. But good for them back in the day making their mortar. I mean, oh, that's yeah, some that quality stuff. So high, high, good, uh, a really good mix. All right. Well, speaking of a really good mix, you're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar Memphis. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to find out what Alan did this week. <laughs> Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Hey there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. I mean, he doesn't have to be so rude about it. That guy's got a real <laughs> attitude. So. And welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilberth from darkoakmedia.com. And our pal Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. We also invite you to uh, go digital and you can, uh, uh, let's see, visit on social media. You go over, here's the plan. Go over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page. (laughs) Check out the posts we've made over there, um, including our uh, must-have item of the week Mm -hmm. and our great moments in building history. Uh, which is going to be the Tower of London. That's going to be interesting. Uh, and like the page and share the page. And then if you want to watch the show, you can go head on over to the News Talk 98.9, the Roar Facebook page. And uh, just it, we're on camera, Alan. We're also on the X page. so We are know, indeed. So all those platforms are available for you. So check that out. And it's going to be an interesting show. And coming up shortly, we've got a, a special guest coming in, Russ uh, Anderson from KC Computer, one of our new sponsors for the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. Oh, excellent. So, excellent. So uh, a pretty big day ahead. But um, let's get to this, Alan. <laughs> let's get to this, Alan. Of the humanity. Off <laughs> what were you doing, Max? You know, you're supposed to be have your finger well, over Well, I know button. he wasn't eating Halloween candy. Jeez. So, yeah, no, okay. All right. Uh, well, we'll, we'll edit that out in post. So. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, hey, if you're new to uh, Tool Talk Radio, we always like to check in and find out what Alan did because it's always different every week. And this, it, I mean, you weren't at the same job site was, twice, it, were you? It, it, was, it was different every day this week. Um, okay. One, I got to start out with one of our favorite old-time topics, Joe. Yeah. Loose fence post. Oh, great. So I got to do all three levels of repair. Uh, Fence post number one, fence fence level number one. Of course, we've been having a little bit of a drought. Beautiful (laughs) weather, but it hadn't rained. It's pretty dry. It has gotten dry. So facility number one. Used to having a lot of water on it. The post, the soil had actually dried up away from the concrete, and you're getting a loose post. So, so I you're got getting do, loose. You're not getting rotted. You're getting us. Uh, this is post number one. So oh, I gotcha. got to do my favorite fix in the whole world: a can of expanding foam. Yeah, you just uh, you know you get one. You per, keep one of those in your holster. I, I do. I got like three in the truck. Okay. So you know we tied the post up, got everything all nice and level where it was supposed to go, and bam. A couple hours later, you take the string loose. The gap has been filled. Post is good. See, that's okay. one of my favorite cheapy fixes. Okay, you and I—that's that, another one of these point counterpoint because I, I, you know, uh, well, I have my feelings about your. Does technique, it always so. work? No. Okay. Does it work in certain circumstances? It will work well. 
Okay. Of, but again, it's it's not the magic bullet fix all for all this. You don't warranty that work. No, this right. is okay. this is that quickie. You're doing this for a friend stuff, kind right? Of thing. Right. Like, <laughs> give me a pizza, and that's yeah. Good enough, this so. this is going to cost you a libation, and I'll go fix your fence. Right. Of number two was the infamous. We have a whole row of fencing, and two of them in the middle are snapped off right at the ground. Mm, now that sounds like rotting to me. Well, I, I yeah. Or is it high winds? You know, we should it's mention that. D, it's D, all of the above, because okay. this fence takes a beating. Because it's, it's right where the wind comes across. They got a big open area behind it, and this fence is constantly taking a lot of wind. So it, two of them, the ones on the corners, which weren't in the direct blast, were still good and solid. And these were older posts, and I'm sure there was some rot. But there was also some broken wood showing through underneath there. And I'll be honest, I've seen all of the videos where somebody comes in with the post and they drive a stake down in and try to tie them together. It ain't going to work. Mm, yeah. In this case, what you're going to do is start get your post hole digger out and start digging a hole. Right. You are going to have to cement in a new post and, and remove the old. That's, I, that's just all there is to it. You made me think of something because... Um, uh, when it when it comes to a situation like that, and you know, wind, it, like you say, these are like, I mean, wind sails practically. When, mm -hmm. they're, when they're especially if it's coming straight at it or yeah. something, there's nothing wrong with um, digging around. Maybe you dig around the to the top of the hole a good ten inches or so, make a big wider radius, and then pour in an extra extra bit of concrete yeah. for stability. Just cause, well, that's yeah. actually what we did on this one. It's yeah. kind of like you know, somebody get me the eighty pound bag because we're we're digging down a little deeper. We're going to set it a little harder. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure it's good, you know. And the other thing is, the third the third thing I ran into is another big cautionary tale. Please make sure you're using the proper grade and quality of wood. Oh, not. Tell me, don't tell me they used interior wood again. Emma. This, this, the what top, the top rung, <laughs> I found it very amusing. So the bottom rung, you, they had three two by fours coming up the fence, right? The bottom one was obviously pressure-treated. Mm. The second one was obviously pressure-treated. And you can tell the top one was Friday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Because they just Somebody grabbed a two whatever by four was out of the on the truck. Because that one was toast. This, this is Fayette County, right? No, this was in Memphis. Oh, okay. I was this about was to in say. Memphis. Okay, because um, I thought, you know, I know sometimes you're on these jobs where they're really remote and they're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't approve of it but i understand well that's all they had so they grabbed it and they're not going to drive 50 miles to the no this was the, you know big this box was store subdivision so. in memphis so no excuse just yeah it's okay. kind of like all right guys claw hammer this mess out let's get this mess cleaned up let's drop a new two by four in there a pressure treated two by four yes and let's use and joe your favorite complaint was also on the same fence yeah they had used interior screws <laughs> so you had nice so you had the nice and... little streaks down the outside of the fence so oh, we went geez. back and used the proper screws and put that in there okay. uh, big job site a lot of fun ditch witching around a tree is a lot of fun explain what a ditch witch is i think right. i think it's ditch but he's a witch yeah no thanks no, max no uh, i expect picture, better humor picture from you. if okay. you will a chainsaw <laughs> yeah uh designed for a giant that is probably on meth yeah, that's and not that a is good pretty much a ditch witch. It's a huge chainsaw-like apparatus that's got about a three-inch 
scoop. Looks like a chainsaw, but it's actually these big nodules that come off the sides. And it is designed to do nothing more than move dirt and roots. You're driving it, though, right? Well, you walk, you kind of drag it behind you. It's powered. Oh, okay. So you lower this to the ground. You kind of dig it down into the ground. And then you go backwards or forwards to cut a trench the proper depth to run your plumbing. Is that the one where it's like it's on like a tractor and everything? Because I thought I've seen like mega chainsaws where it's like attached to like a tractor and it goes down into the exactly. ground. Exactly. Oh, this, that is. This was a self-powered. So you get to have the backhoe. Uh, have fun with the backhoe. Well, you wish it was a backhoe because um, I will say this. The one thing that was very surprising that amazed everybody was we somehow or another plowed through a patch of sassafras. Okay. And that had to be the best smelling job site oh, I was, I was for like, the next 10 or 15 minutes because now suddenly everything smelled like root beer. At least it wasn't like a durian patch. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Ooh um, sassafras. Okay, that's. I was trying to remember what sassafras smelled. Yeah, it's that root beer. very, very, very fragrant root beer smell. So this, this sounds like a tool. You gotta. You, you don't play games with something like that. And you this better find will out. Absolutely wreck your weekend plans. Well, it really also will. you better call that eight one one and find out where the water lines. Yes. and every make sure nothing's buried. Everything there was already pre marked. Everybody okay. already yeah. had the plumbing path. All we had to do was get it cut. Yeah. That and sounds kind of fun. Actually, of messy but fun. And and mad props go to the hardware store that rented it out. They had a repair tech on site in like thirty minutes. There was yeah, because you was, said there was some. Issue, there was a minor right? issue at the very beginning of this. They had a tech there in no time. Okay, we got this job done, knocked out. The rest of the week was spent playing with one of my favorite tools in the entire planet, and that is a sheetrock lift. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Sheetrock, I don't care what size it is, uh, what type you're using. Basically, it's an 8 by 4 sheet. That stuff is heavy when you're working on a ceiling. And it's awkward. And it's, yeah. it's just terrible. And trying to get it in and position and then, yeah. One of these things, it you know, this takes a five-man job and turns it into a two-man job. So it's hand-cranked, right? You crank it up. It's, it yep. lifts the thing. You, you lay then... the sheetrock on top of it. You get it positioned underneath. You crank it up into position, you get on the ladder, you line up your seams, mm -hmm. crank it up a little bit more, and screw it in. It's a lot like that thing they used to put Frankenstein up on the roof so he could that get electrocuted. That is what it reminds you of. It you, always makes me think of that. So yeah. you, you, you always want to yell it lives right. when it gets all the way up there. Oh, oh that thing's a lifesaver. It'll save your neck because, you know, oh. when you're craning your neck, your shoulders, your back, everything. Well, well yeah, all right. The only problem is, is when you're sealing the, putting the ceiling in the bathroom mm -hmm. where you can't get the lift in, oh, now you're back to the old school of, you know, Everybody climbing a ladder and everybody holding it in place while... Right. You know, That's where you need to pay the assistance for, you know, well, get yeah, them a and, pizza. And, and, and no pressure. No pressure on the poor person trying to run the screw gun. Right. Because, you know, every screw is going to work perfectly, right? Oh, well, yeah. They always find the stud. <laughs> exactly. So, well, that's that's a workout. So, you, I mean, it's, you've had a, yeah. It, it was a week. So, uh, but a big safety rules... Please, everything I just talked about, heavens to Betsy, please wear good eye protection. Oh, yeah. I mean, even with the uh, even with that sheetrock lift, because, man, 
you, you screw in there, dust is everywhere. falling right in your face. That's yeah. and that hurts, and oh, plus yeah. it'll blind you instantly. And so yeah, I mean, no, there's yeah. plenty of times where you took the glasses off and right. wiped them down, and you had big eyeglass patches on your front of your shirt. We wiped them down. That's not a bad job for just a face shield. I mean, I know yeah. those things are big and whatever, but no, I they mean, they, great. they get them on. <laughs> They they get this. They keep the stuff out of your mouth. Everything mm-hmm. else. So okay. Hey, uh, wow, wow. Where did the first uh, half hour go? I don't know, Alan. But uh, coming up, we've got a guest coming in. This is going to be nice. So you're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk ninety eight nine The Roar Memphis. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to our friend Kate uh, Russ Anderson from KC Computer. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. I thought I told you. I do the cutting around here. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. I mean, whatever, whatever. Get your kicks however you got to. Fine, just let him do the cutting. I don't care. Oh, oh no, no. The, the, I got a quick story on that. Uh, all week, this past week, new assistant going through all these things. By Friday, you know, they're like, okay, we need to cut this and this. I'm like, and yeah, have at it. I'm okay. not coming down the ladder. You want me to cut it? Yes, I trust you enough to let you use my tools. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> all right. That was a riveting story, Alan. Okay. And what, all right, all right. You, whatever. You, all right. You know all about your tools. You get really. I know. You don't let people use yeah, the tools. Yeah, okay. come on. You got to give credit where credit's due. All right. We're burning daylight. We and are. welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from uh, darkoakmedia.com, our pal Max over there behind the glass, and a special guest we're going to introduce momentarily. Uh, also, just a reminder, today is International Animation Day, which, mm. uh, you know, we're all for it. I mean, think of all the different animation we've had through the decades. So if you want to chime in on that and celebrate, you know, let us know how you're celebrating. Uh, you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And if you can find the a YouTube video of that, please text the YouTube link over to us of the original animated video. Yeah, I'd be very curious to see that. You said it goes back to eight, the 1800s, right? Exactly, 1892 thereabout. Okay. Uh, and also, you can watch the show at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roars Facebook page and the News Talk 98.9 The Roars X page. And also, head on over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page, like the page, share the page, and uh, join the Tool Talk Radio community. All right, it's time to introduce our special guest. We, uh, we have Russ Anderson from KC Computer. Hey, very good, Max. He's got his own walk-up music. Hey, Russ, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Joe. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. And it's very serendipitous. We did not plan this, but we, you mm. know, today in our great moments in building history, we're going to be talking about the uh, Tower of London, and mm. we just so happen to have a guest who's fr- you're from London, right? I Ab- mean, absolutely. And and from my old office in London, I used to walk past the Tower of London. I could see the London Tower from the office every single day. I mean, that's awesome. So we're going to have him uh, chime in. He's he's sticking around for the second it hour. He's doing a whole lot of research. Yeah, you're going to you're going to you're going to be leading that discussion, Russ. So. This could be interesting, okay. Russ. I don't think I've ever met anybody from. I, I've never met a Brit named Russ. Is that an unusual name? I I, I meet people from Texas named Russ and everything, but uh, it's not terribly common in the UK. But uh, it's definitely been more popular since I've been here. Were they cowboys mm. or something? Your parents, did they live out on the frontier? I don't think so. If they were, they never told me. All right. So, <laughs> well, hey, Russ, you and your wife Diane, you run KC Computer. You're actually sponsoring the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, and we sure appreciate it, man. You're um, you're going to be set up there, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking forward to it a lot. 
what we're looking for to meeting some new people and uh, a lot of like-minded people who enjoy video games and nerd culture and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, there's. It, it's oh, you have be, found your people. Yeah, <laughs> what do they call it? Hunting over a baited field. Yes. There, so, yes. Yes. Yeah. But Russ, you know, we, we were talking yesterday uh, and about you know because compute. It's it's kind of like the way I, the way uh, I think we mentioned it was. It's you don't just go to a car dealership and say I want a car. I mean, it's like they would say, well, what do you, how do you drive? Where do you go? How many people? You know, there's any number of different vehicles you can get. And it's the same with a computer, right? I mean, there's no just one one size fits all. Absolutely. And, and that's where we differ very much from the big box stores. You know, you come and see me needing a computer. It's all about the questions and it's about what you need it for. Are you going to go drag racing? Are you going to deliver the newspapers? The vehicle you take, the PC you need is going to be specific to what you're looking to use it for. Right. But it's it's full, sir. And it's home computers and business. I mean. Yes, sir. Yeah. If you break it, we fix it. We handle everything from selling home PCs, laptops, laptop repairs, right the way through to small businesses, um, anything from networks to servers to network security. Yeah. I, I mean, I like the I like the. And Alan, of course, you've been. <laughs> when weren't you involved in computers? I, mean, I, I, I think I had about six. My first year on this planet, I actually wasn't involved in computers. Um, I, I remember the first computers going into the Holiday Inn complex back in '74 and '75. Don't do the math. I am that old. So, of uh, now, the one thing I really want to point out, and it's not just getting the right computer. I'm going to tie this totally into your home, mm -hmm. home improvement and DIY, because a computer is a house game-changing device. And, Russ, you, people need to understand they're going to spend an amazing amount of time interacting with this device, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So we're talking monitors, desks, rearranging rooms, and I am really going to throw a huge pitch in here. Don't forget the chair. You are going to, I'm telling you, folks. You're not you're, wrong. Yeah. You're, you know, of, it is so easy to fall down a rabbit hole just on the entertainment side of a computer. Uh, free, if you've got a gamer in the house, trust well, gaming me. gaming is its own. That's, yeah. That is a person that's going to have a wall of stuff. And... They're going to spend an insane amount of time. Oh, yeah. So, uh, absolutely. The, the tell me about, tell, let's talk about from CRTs to screens today. What all's happened? So, screens are obviously very important. Just like chairs, you know, the way you sit, the way you look at your monitor, the distance from your monitor, the quality of monitors is a lot higher. But the amount of time we spend in front of a computer, you know, if we're not sitting correctly, if our monitor's not spaced correctly, we're going to have back pain, neck pain, vision issues. Uh, it's all very, very important. And added to that is the aesthetic as well. A lot of people have a very specific aesthetic they're looking for when they set their stations up. Um, so, you know, because I was, full disclosure, Russ, mostly I've bought my computers from big box stores before I met you. But, you. but <laughs> I am going to be a patron now, so you got, but, but there's this, this sense, you go into a, you go and you're looking at computers and I mean, well, I'm going to buy that one because it's more expensive, so it's got to be better. But that's not necessarily the case, right? It has to be tailored to... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of common sense. There's a lot of marketing with computers like anything. Um, you don't have to buy the biggest, fanciest thing. You don't need the Lamborghini to have a really good experience. And prices are more competitive than ever. Um, you know, a lot of it as well is, is down to being given good advice. You know, you've got to ask questions. It's like anything. 
and you should get good answers and you should get you know stuff tailored for you yeah i mean it reminds me a lot of what we what we do in carpentry i mean mm. right now i'm building a room addition and we're we're thinking about uh the pitch of the roof so we get good drainage we're thinking about all these things and we're planning it up front so maintenance wise it'll function and it'll last for years. I feel like it's the same with a computer, right? I mean, Very much so. And when you purchase a computer, you're not looking just for today's needs. You're looking to future-proof yourself as well. So you need to bear in mind how, you know, the expected lifespan or relevancy of the computer you're buying and what you might think you want to use it for in a few years to come. And you, but you all do, uh, so you're consulting businesses and homes, but you also can fix these, right? Absolutely. If you break it, we can fix it generally. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> when Alan now gets mad and pours coffee all over his keyboard and puts a fist through the monitor, you we've got, seen worse. We've yeah. seen worse. What, who who's coming into your shop? Like I, I'm because you've been around for 26 years. So. Absolutely. So what, case, what's your clientele like? So we're we're very lucky. We're uh, we're located very close to Bartlett, and we we cover right out as far as Fayette County uh, and over to West Memphis as well. Generally, our our, our, our largest demographic is kind of mid 30s to mid 50s. Um, but we have a surprising number of older people who have been using computers to interact with their families, especially during the COVID lockdown. Mm -hmm. uh, and a surprising number of very young people as well, where maybe their computer skills aren't what other generations are. They're so used to using cell phones. You know, they've got away from that. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to get because um, I know what these gaming. I've seen some some of these gaming systems. And I mean, it, it's. It's incorporated, like you said, down to chairs that have speakers on them and, and everything. Mm -hmm. So yeah. gamers, are they a pretty hardcore? Uh, gamers gamers often have a very specific idea of what they're looking for, and as well as the performance, which is always important. Again, the aesthetic, a lot of them like themed computers or they have certain mm -hmm. lighting that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. um, very specific normally. Uh, and lighting, yeah. you, just, you just said lighting. Uh, that is a huge thing because of if you are setting up that home office... Mm -hmm. And you are redesigning these things. Joe, you and I look at these type things all the time. You have changed your home lifestyle to match how you were really living. Right. Because right. you gave up. You don't have a dining room anymore, do you? No, no. Your dining room my is... Dining, uh, my dining room, my wife converted into a yoga studio, cause, and she uses it every day now. So, so that's, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when you, when you start looking at... Uh, I get totally excited about bringing the computer into the home because, A, it really becomes the centerpiece of where people are going to be getting a lot of work done and a lot of entertainment. Of You want to absolutely lose three or four hours of your life, fall down what we like to call fall down a rabbit hole on YouTube or something like that, and you never knew making fishing lures were that interesting for four hours <laughs> Well, yeah. as you go through. Um, case in point, you know, I, I'm involved in a lot of video projects, and, you know, planting a garlic bed is hugely popular. Like, okay, well, but somebody is sitting at a computer anywhere in the world, hopefully in a good chair, looking at a screen, and the one thing I want to throw in, how do they know what screen to get for their purpose? There's the practical side. You know, will it fit on the desk? Will it fit on the wall? <laughs> yeah. That's the first thing to think about, tape measure. Okay. And then secondly from there, you know, it's if you're playing a game, you might go for a super wide PC uh, monitor, which is almost like two side by side. You may go for multi-monitors. You may have two or three monitors. 
It just depends on what you're looking for. And you said you do in, in-home consultation. So you'll come out and check out the space that they're going to be working with, right? Absolutely. There was a need where a lot of our customers weren't able to either pick up the equipment or bring it to the store. Um, and for that reason, you know, we, we want to be able to service everybody. We'll come out to you, um, we'll make an appointment. We also offer remote services as well, where we can come in remotely and do a lot of different tasks mm-hmm. to help and, you. And and same with your business. Because, I mean, the business end of it, to me, is almost, I mean, that is hugely important. You have to set up networks. You have to. Uh, the business side can be super complicated. We offer free remote access and remote monitoring for a lot of the uh, business PCs that we do. Um, but we can almost do as much remotely as we can on site. We can we can do pretty much anything these days. And, and I like that you keep it simple. You try to make it understandable. Mm. Nothing turns me off more than when you go to a store and, you're, and they're just giving you a lot of jargon and a lot of big words Absolutely. to make it sound, yeah. And, I, and, and it's intimidating. I know for a fact, listening to you guys talking about putting up fence posts, I'm the, the kiss of death <laughs> for anything construction-wise or, or automotive. Um, and I know what it's like to come and listen to a conversation and not understand. So we keep it simple, plain English. We look after you. Awesome. We're visiting with our buddy uh, Russ Anderson from KC Computer over at 6415 Summer Avenue, uh, a new sponsor of the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. And we're going to continue the conversation when we come back here on Tool Talk Radio. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Sorry about the mess. I've really let the place go since you killed me. By the way, thanks for that. Sarcasm self-test complete. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Now, I wonder if you can rig the uh, KC computers to, to to greet you that way when you sit down. I don't know. Oh, I can. Just for a gag. <laughs> and welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com, and our pal Max over there behind the glass, and our special guest, Russ Anderson from KC Computer over at 6415 Summer Avenue. They're new sponsors of the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. And uh, thus, Russ, that makes you part of the uh, Cumulus family for this event, which, you know, because Cumulus uh, is partnering with us this year, mm-hmm. so we wanted to bring you in and I feel talk very about your business. I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun. If you have any, if you have any questions about a home or business uh, computer setup, because it's not just... Going in and buying a computer, it's very custom, especially, you know, it's got to be customized to your needs. So. Yeah, so, you know, Russ, uh, take us through. Well, I didn't give oh, the information. Hold on. In there? Go for it. Hold on, Alan. I haven't even given out our phone number yet. Right, so well, give sorry. out our phone number. It's, <laughs> it's a weird day. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And, Russ, I probably should have warned you, you're on camera. I don't know if you know that. See that red light right there? Uh, say over here. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Uh, yeah. If you want to see what Russ looks like, there he is. Uh, you can watch all of us at the, uh, all of us except Max, at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roars Facebook page and the News Talk 98.9 The Roars uh, X page. And then I'll head on over to the uh, Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and um, and uh, you can check out the action over there too. So, um, Russ, well, do we got a caller, Max? It's actually a caller. His name is William and he's got a computer question. Oh, well, okay. okay well, uh, you're on, Russ. So, uh, William. No pressure. Okay. How you doing this morning? Wait, Max. Okay. William, are you there? I am there. Can you hear me? Yeah, we need some caffeine in here. We're off our game, but go ahead, William. Hi, William. How are you? What's cooking, man? Um, Well, I have a question concerning home office and travel and such, and which is better. Uh, I'm going to a position where I'll be either having a a base office or home office. 
working remotely and then traveling about 50% of the time to the job site? Is it better to have a desktop and a laptop separately and then sync the two? Or is it better to have a laptop with a docking station or external docking of some sort back at the office? So it's interesting you said you're traveling to the uh, the job site. The first thing I think about there is what what kind of work are you doing on the job site? It'll be construction, usually wind turbine uh, repair or your or new construction. Okay. So the cell the cell service and Wi-Fi service at the job site will be non-existent. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. fun! Yeah. So we have a number of clients that work in in similar industries, and I know for a fact that you know you guys can be pretty hard on equipment. Stuff doesn't survive <laughs> that long necessarily on construction sites. So. We definitely need to worry about backups. We need to make sure your data is safe no matter how we configure it. Um, it would be interesting to use cloud-based technology. It would be interesting for that to be able to sync down to your laptop and then maybe sync down to the desktop as well. So it's host, ho your data is held in the cloud. You can synchronize it to your laptop so you can work offline when you're on the job site. But you also have a safe copy at home. You know, your laptop gets destroyed. You still have a home machine. You can still work. You know, it's easy to replace a laptop. It's harder to replace everything. I, I got a question, and I'm not a techie guy, but William, do you have like a personal hotspot or something on your phone? I guess I'm just wondering how you get any kind of any kind of Wi-Fi. Uh, right now, a lot of the job sites they'll bring in a satellite Wi-Fi system, uh. but that's that's sketchy at best. Uh, very short range. You've got to be at the office itself or the mm -hmm. mobile office to, to in order to link into that. If you actually go out of the office and, and walk 100 feet away, you lose complete signal. You might get one bar of cell service and be able to check your email, maybe. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it's very sporadic and, and spotty at best. Uh, There's some really being, good options out there as well for um, toughened laptops and tough books and toughened tablets and stuff like that. They're a little more suitable for being dropped and thrown around on construction sites and a lot of these with the touch screens as well a lot of my clients like to use the cameras they're on a job site they can take pictures they can annotate those pictures while they're there and then dispatch them straight from from those devices they work pretty well so with that type of laptop would you recommend having a desktop in the office as well i would or, say i would say so yeah i would say so okay. just because if, if you're going to damage that laptop you're not totally out of business by the time you get home it's going to get dirty it's going to get roughed up it's going to get messed up at least you know that you have something at home that's going to work as well. All right. Okay. Hey, William, uh, you might want to drop by and, and visit the shop, too. So, Russ, how do people do that? Uh, where, where are you located? Come by any time. We're close to Bartlett near Wally Hatchett's restaurant at 6415 Summer. Um, we're open Monday to Friday. We're open Saturdays. Call us. Come see us anytime. No appointment needed. What's your number? My number is 901-386-2622. Oh. Okay. William, was that a – did that did – that it sounds like cloud. the cloud is the, the key here, right? Cloud makes it a lot easier. You know, you can configure it to synchronize down so you don't have to have that internet connection. But you have the security of knowing that if something's damaged, you have a safe backup. More than that, you can actually roll back into different revisions of different documents as well. You know, you can roll back in time to 20 or 30 different versions. Okay. Yeah. What do you think, William? I think that's great. Um, the only thing that I was curious about is having two separate computers and the cost effectiveness versus having one and a cloud backup, but being able to go back, 
to the office if the laptop breaks and still being able to keep working, I think, will justify the additional cost. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I don't know. Just don't break your laptop. How's that? Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> don't carry it up on it, the wind turbine it, under it, your arm. It, it ain't that easy, Joe. I promise you. I, I I understand. I mean, yeah, don't take it up on the twenty foot ladder or whatever. So, oh, yeah, I, I've been don't, far worse places with a laptop. Don't drop it. Don't break the screen. Don't drop yeah, it. I don't know. It sounds like a you uh, problem, William. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah. All right, hey, it's good talking to you, and I hope that I hope that's useful. But I definitely drop in. These guys know their stuff, and they break it down in simple, simple, uh, you know, easy to understand. We, we terminology. like to call it plain English. We just, you know, there's no confusion. We'll come by any time. We'd be delighted to help you. Awesome. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thank All right, you. thanks, William. Appreciate you, man. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I have to imagine, and and um, you know. Uh, you say you work with a lot of construction people. Is that true? They're breaking their laptops and everything? Because I treat my laptop with kid gloves, man. But. So, again, it's like anything. It's like if you're a smoker, you're going to have tobacco stains on your fingers. It's similar with your laptop. You work <laughs> in an automotive shop, you get this kind of thick black grease that gets oh, into the yeah. laptop. Yeah. You work on a construction site, it's dust. Mm -hmm. uh, military have come in with sand inside their laptops and all sorts of stuff. So they, they definitely get affected by environmentals. The best one was a monument company brought me a computer that weighed about 80 pounds. It was completely full of marble, marble dust. dust. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen us cleaning that in the middle of the parking lot. It looked it. like a dust storm. Yeah, and I guess at that point, um, uh, you probably don't take the air compressor and just blast it out because I don't no, think it would. No, I don't no, think no, no, no. You don't want to blow the memory chips out. It blasts stuff into places that shouldn't be blasted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I, I'm, this is sort of interesting. I don't know. It, it's funny that I'm giving any computer advice because I'm not. Not very oh, the picky, irony but. is not wasted on me. I promise you. <laughs> Although I do get a little defensive on you know with when it talk we're talking construction sites because I mean like I said I'm very gentle on my uh, in fact my phone I I what are, I I was using an iPhone six for like four years before I trust me we in. know okay <laughs> hey Russ uh, this this is very interesting so I mean it seems like now when it comes to businesses what sort of situations do you find I mean because. Uh, you got you to gotta set up networks. You got to set up what's most efficient, what's going to... So setting yeah. up the hardware is the easy part. You know, we, we obviously look at each site and we determine what the client needs and we determine a lot of it's giving feedback as well. You mm. know, it's a business you have to be secure, you have to be safe. Um, so we can talk about the hardware. More importantly, we'll talk about the structure, the plans for the next few years. But data, data is the most important thing. It has to be safe. It has to be backed up. It has to be secure. Yeah, yeah. And I guess you also probably got to deal with parents' concerns when you're dealing with the home. You don't want kids just accessing anything, right? I mean, it's the whole thing of child safety on the internet is super important for us, and it's something we we try and work with parents to to help with. Um, it's not that you don't trust your kids necessarily; it's that you can't trust whoever's on the other side of that internet talking to your kids. So, you know, there's a, a lot of things we can do to help you keep them safe, to monitor the time they spend on the internet. We can even shut things down automatically when it's time for bed or homework. And all these things are free, and we, we offer free consultation to help you set them up. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's a whole different world out there. So it's like it's a lot it of is. sketchy stuff goes on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it does. Uh, tell us again how to, how to visit your shop, man. Well, we're close to Bartlett. So uh, 6415 Summer Avenue. We're down near Wally Hatchett's Restaurant. Uh, we're open Monday to Friday from 8.30 till 6. Saturdays from 8.30 till 4.00. You can call us anytime. Phone calls cost nothing. Estimates and diagnosis cost nothing. And hopefully, common sense, good answers cost nothing. We'd always encourage people to come and see us. 
and get some free answers rather than go and pay somewhere else and get some bad ones. And we didn't we didn't lean into it too heavily. But, man, at the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention, you're going to have a big presence. You have a very large booth space, and you're going to – the gamers the gamers are going to be uh, having mm. fun at that booth. So, uh, so we're going to continue the conversation with Russ Anderson, but we're also uh, going to take advantage of your expertise uh, on the Tower of London. This is going to be fun. In our great moments in building history coming up, uh, we're going to learn all about the spooky and uh, interesting history of the Tower of London. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. And welcome to Hour 2 of Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com, and our pal Max over there behind the glass, and our special guest, Russ Anderson from KC Computers. And uh, Russ is from London, and uh, I never met a, a Brit named Russ. I'm sorry, that's just, it's still... Is it short for something? It's Russell? short for Russell, but that just makes it sound like I'm in trouble when people call me that. Did you go to Russ when you moved here to Tennessee, or did you just always been Russ? I've always been Russ. It was just shorter, and it <laughs> made it sound less like my mother telling me off. <laughs> you're just a le- okay. When you got in trouble, it was Russell. So, okay, yeah. You know, I when know your that, whole name comes out, right? You, you know, know you're you in trouble. Not doing well, yep. right? When it's a uh, Joseph Thorderson, yeah, I knew somebody telling me Sumner, I'm in trouble. Yeah. So, when every time you heard Joseph, you know. But uh, we've been having fun talking to Russ about uh, home computers. And uh, and business computers and uh, you know the work they do over at KC Computer because they're going to be at the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. They're sponsors of ours, and so we wanted to welcome them onto uh, Tool Talk Radio. So if you have any questions uh, regarding home computers or business computers, feel free to chime in anytime. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And if you want to see what Russ looks like, he's on camera. I don't know if I warned you that uh, beforehand. So I don't want to scare good, too many man. people. Thank you. Okay. I don't want to scare too many people. But uh, he's he's on camera with us, at, and you can watch those at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roars Facebook page and the News Talk 98.9 The Roars X page. And, of course, while you're out over on social media, visit the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and uh, check out the action over there. And, uh, you know, like the page and share the page. So uh, shortly, we're going to get to our great moments in building history, which is very serendipitous. I promise you, Russ, we didn't plan this. It just sort of worked out. We wanted Mm. something spooky and we wanted something, you know, in the season and also something that was an interesting construction. So we said, hey, let's do the Tower of London. Lo and behold, we learned that (laughs) our guest was from London. The Tower of London is a pretty spooky place, I have to tell you. Okay, cool. So we're going to get his his bird's eye view mm-hmm. on that. I mean, you said you used to work walk past the... I could see it from my office window back when I was in London. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, and I learned a lot because I thought it was just one tower oh, no. <laughs> in my research. No. I learned that. So, um, so we're going to get to that shortly. Uh, you know, we don't want to hesitate or we don't want to miss the opportunity, though, Alan, to talk to uh, talk about our good buddy Larry Brown from Brown Refrigeration. That's true. As a matter of fact, I had a good conversation with him yesterday. So, uh, in addition to so. Um, I don't think we we sell this enough, but you know we're always talking about uh, with with uh, your heating and air conditioning. Obviously, you want to be up on the latest technology. Obviously, you want a uh, you know uh, a company that is rock solid that has mm-hmm. been there forever and is going to be there to help service your thing. I'm using the word obviously a lot because 
Larry uses that word. I was, you know, doing that in honor of him, Alan. But anyway, okay. uh, don't roll your eyes at me. Mm -hmm. uh, you want a company that is always, uh, you know, concerned with the clean, the cleanliness of your air. Yes. We, we love the Remy Halo system, the um, the UV power of the sun. Basically, it takes the musty, dirty air in. It takes it into the system. It blasts it through the Remy Halo system, and out comes nice, clean air that basically has no odor and every you know it's it's that's what mm -hmm. you're looking for air that doesn't smell and also it cleans every surface that it lands on which still hurts my brain how that works yep. so <laughs> but what was interesting alan is the the job that we're bringing him in for is uh it's not really equipped with any um duck work so we're gonna be he's gonna be putting in a mini split you know though you, you deal with those a lot right so the mini split is a pretty interesting piece of technology and that didn't exist what i mean for the home, I don't think it exists. You didn't have those 20 years ago, and it is a phenomenal system. If it, it, What we're talking about is the power of a portable and the capabilities of a built-in. And it's amazing how quiet they are. Yes, they but, are truly amazing. But you don't just uh, grab one, plug it in, and go to town. There's, there's a, you know, there's technique involved you have to you have to um, you know run it properly and everything so larry's going to be helping me with that and uh, we'll be having him in short uh, probably mm -hmm. in the next few weeks to for a visit but um anyway great people over there and uh, they they service your your hvac unit it's always a good idea to have them drop by once or twice a year just to make sure everything's functioning properly and the visit pays for itself with a, a nice you know high functioning uh, hvac unit and if you need to, uh, and if you need to replace the unit, he's got great financing, like really yes. top-notch financing. You can get in touch with Brown Refrigeration at uh, 901-362-1881 or go to their very easy-to-remember website, brownref.com. All right. Well, this is, uh, I've been waiting for this all day. And now, great moments in building history. And the pressure's on, you guys, because uh, we, you know, normally in our great moments in building history, we do the research, we watch some videos, we get on the internet. Sometimes we're more familiar with uh, things than others, but now we have a guest in the studio who is intimately familiar. And Russ, you're going to probably call us out on a lot of uh, whatever. You know, we've got our facts, but now we're going to get the, the bird's eye view of... I'm no expert, but uh, I can give you a tourist perspective. I was there a few times. Well, we're going to talk about the Tower of London, and right out of the gate, I, I'm going to just admit, I thought it was literally a big tower that they put oh, all no. the prisoners in, like where Rapunzel would have lived or something. No, but uh, no. <laughs> no, it's like a, basically, it's almost like its own community, and it, it, it's been... Throughout history, it's been a... It was built when, Max? Like a thousand years ago or something? It was built about 1100, about 1080, okay. by William the Conqueror. And they uh, started in 1066 and did and construction, I don't think, stopped for a few hundred years. They kept adding on to it. It's had a lot of things. I mean, it used to be a palace, right? It was the... the it, or not a palace. It was the home to the king and queen. Right? Back in 1066, when it was built, it was supposed to be an intimidating, scary-looking place to yes. keep, the, keep the, the peasants in line. Oh, and when yeah. people weren't in line, that's when the things happened at the tower that's to scare them back into the, the tower. Line, yeah. basically. That's when they drug you through the big, scary gate at the front called Trader's Gate. And mm -hmm. basically, that was a one-way ticket, right? If you went in. It was a one-way ticket. And even if you could swim, you weren't coming back from that. No. <laughs> but, but Alan, this is, I don't know. It, it's, it's a fascinating because of... We, we always talk about, well, you know, what what is your house saying to the world? You know, setting a mood, mm. saying things. I like... I, I like what Russ said about you're basically 
you built this with intimidation in mind. And yes, it does look intimidating. Although I don't know if from certain angles, it looks kind of charming too. I don't know. It's a very impressive building. I mean, like you say, it's been added on to, it was built back in 1066 and uh, it was still used as a prison, as a jail right way through to the second world war. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. And they say, so is the idea that if you're up in a tower, it's obviously probably hard. You only have one way out. Uh, Yep. Through the through the stairs, <laughs> so you have guards there, and you're just and you get to look down and just I don't know, think it about was, your crime or. Well, I let's let's start with the stonework and let's work our way up from there because okay. this is of an amazing piece of engineering for today, let alone in 1066. Because look at the weight of the stonework, and they didn't go out there and just clear a spot and pour a foundation. No. So, I mean, this had to be dug in by hand, dug in deep, and you were looking at hundreds of thousands of tons of stonework and brickwork and design. And the other part is you can only go up so high at a time and keep adding on. You might want to mention, too, they brought the stone in from Normandy. Yes. How far is that? Is that uh, How far is that from London? So from London, you've got about, uh, it's about 100 miles down to the south coast. And oh, then gosh. if you go across the channel, that's another 15 miles. <laughs> and then probably another 100 over to Normandy. So it's no small feat. Yeah, I mean, getting it, they didn't have the freeway back then. No, and no. aren't you kind of also technically in enemy territory, too? Oh well, back in 1066, the Normans had invaded the UK. We don't talk. We don't like to talk about people invading the UK. <laughs> you, guys the kinda, you guys were kind of. You guys were kind of jerks back in the day. No offense. <laughs> Some, <us>. but, <laughs> we're an angry nation. What can I say? That's why we I mean, started the. That's why we started the war back in the. Uh, anyway. Well, that's all water under the bridge. But uh, tea anyway. The foundations you talk about are interesting. Some people talk about the tower being 2,000 years old. They're yeah. actually built on an old Roman road. Okay. All right, well, we're going to continue the conversation here on Tool Talk Radio. Hopefully, we won't start another revolutionary war. We will. Uh, We'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. I'm describing a person, not something complicated like a wooden sailing ship or proper dovetail technique. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yeah, okay. I'll give give them... uh, Give them that one. Give a dovetail the dovetail, point. Dovetails are tough. Man. If you even you know even if you got the template and the right you yeah, know the even right if you cutter, got a dovetailer, dovetails are, a pain. are tough. Yeah, and welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer Carpentry and Wood Turning. Here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from DarkOakMedia.com, our pal Max over there behind the glass, and our friend Russ Anderson from KC Computer, who is a new sponsor of the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. I should mention, I've been talking about it all day. It's coming up in a couple weeks. We're less than two weeks away. Uh, it's coming up November 10th through 12th. It's going to be at the Holiday Inn at the University of Memphis. There's way too much going on for me to describe here. So <laughs> go to our very easy-to-remember website, uh, memphiscfc.com. Go to our Facebook page and, and learn more about it. It's going to be a blast. It's very family-friendly, and it's also – well, we have things to do for all ages, but – also, uh, we make it purposely the most affordable convention in town so that you can bring your family. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, Russ, you and uh, your wife, Diane, are going to be set up over there with lots of cool computer stuff. And uh, Absolutely. We're very excited to be going there meeting some new people. We're going to have a big 60-inch TV playing Pac-Man, so come and see who can get the high score. And Oh, the old come school. Come have some fun. Old yeah. school games. Awesome. Well, if you've got any computer uh, questions for your home or your business, this is the time to do it. 
Uh, you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline, 901-683-0989. And we also want to remind you, you can watch the show today on the News Talk 98.9 The Roars Facebook page and the News Talk 98.9 The Roars X page. And we want you to also go over to the uh, Tool Talk Radio Facebook page, like the page, share the page, and... Uh, you know, join the community. I know we've got a, a, a computer question that somebody texted in, but let's let's put a pin in that. Alan. Okay. Just uh, if you're the the dear listener who texted that in, we will get to you. But um, we're in the middle of a a, a really fun conversation, <laughs> all about a place that was basically a torture chamber, a prison, grisly plate, the home of grisly murders, and you know, t- political intrigue and everything. You know, the uh, Tower of London. It's a very interesting mm. construction, though. We were talking about, you know, I mean, it, it's sort of multi-purpose. Is I've heard that, uh, I mean, it was almost like a little city, right? I mean, Russ, you you live there to a de- to a degree. It's it's actually a large area it takes up, but there was um, around the castle as well as the actual castle itself. There was a lot of activity and a lot of community around there. But you said it was built to be threatening and uh, it was built to intimidate the peasants and everything. But, Alan, we were talking about the uh, stonework that it's mm-hmm. made out of. It came from Normandy, which we're learning is like 100 miles away. You had to get it down river or whatever. Oh, or across, was it the, across the channel. From across France. the English Channel. Yeah, from oh, France. Oh, gosh. We're talking saltwater, Joe. Not oh, a river. my gosh. We're talking okay. the ocean. Okay, because it's on the Thames River. We should also mention that there are challenges because they basically want they put a moat around it. It's on the river, so they dug like a um, they dug around it and yes. created a, their own moat that they could control the water flow, uh, kind of like what they did in Tunica when they built the casinos. They they technically needed riverfront casinos, so right. they dug a moat around them. But um, yeah, it, no one it, no one said it had to float out in the river. It just had to float. So that's yeah. Right. So I mean, there's a lot of challenges there. How do you protect your foundation? How do you keep it from sinking into the water? I well, mean, I'll I'll cue on one thing that Russ mentioned was the Romans had already been here, and the Romans were amazing engineers. And, you know, we talk about potholes and stuff today. In the United States, we have a little difficulty getting any further back than about 1800. Because honestly, that's really about the limit of the American experience, unless you're hardcore on the East Coast, Boston, someplace like that. It is hard to wrap your head around the fact that part of this building has been sitting there since 1066, And that before that building was there, the Romans had already been there, and they'd already built a road through there. Absolutely. They had already found decent ground to to hold level. And when you begin looking at a lot of these constructions, you're looking at, honestly, up to a thousand years of additional improvements and changes. And you wind up with some very interesting and bizarre situations of I know I I have quite a few friends across the pond and I love every time somebody wants to like put in a pool and that basically you have to have an archaeological survey before you can dig anywhere because you'd have no idea who or what you're going to run into and how far down in the ground and it's doubly so in London in particular but going back to the second world war and the blitz with all the bombings not only do you have to have archaeological digs in London because of the history, but you have to do the risk of unexploded ordnance as well. So you oh, I never have, thought of that. Absolutely, is that happened? I mean, absolutely, you... I, I know people that, that do that for a living, and and they're down there to wow. make sure things are safe when they're digging stuff up. It's interesting with the foundations. Every major 
interstate or motorway in the UK, and we're not that big in the UK, but we have, you know, several motorways that stretch the length of the country. The majority are built on the foundations that were created by Roman roads from 2,000 years ago. They knew how to build. I mean, oh, yeah. and they and they knew their concrete, right? I mean, they used oh, that salt they, water and can, whatever they built. I mean, vol- volcanic mortar. Yes. Because don't forget, folks, if you look at the Colosseum, you think, oh, wow, the whole side fell off. No, they took it down. They, they were it. reusing right. it. It was repurposing. But uh, so, yeah, the, so they built it on that. But you said, too, Russ, that the construction, it's not like they built this all and it was done they, they they were adding on it was, it was it went on to, for what centuries right? yeah so from from 1066 through to the second world war things were changing and being modified these days it's largely a tourist attraction it hosts a lot of museums for both the torture chambers and also for the crown jewels and stuff like mm-hmm. that but um yeah it's changed a lot and you said because there was i mean and there there's some real expensive um you know jewel, jewels and crowns and things there i mean they I, said worth billions right that they they, they, they say guard. it's priceless they say it's priceless I, because it's irreplaceable yeah i hope it's well guarded i just I, think of well, that ocean's 11 movie or something <laughs> yeah it's like but uh well the other thing to to take into a strange consideration again in the united states we have a definition of an antique mhm that goes out the ball game when you go someplace like the Tower of London and that that door and those hinges and that doorknob right. have been hanging there since literally 1509 or 1611 or when, you know. So there's some furniture in this building sure. that has been there longer than anybody has you know than europe's been in the united states of it's it's just a different concept when you go into a place like this and the one thing that the tower of london does is now i've never been there personally you have so i'm going to look to russ to verify is the sensation you get walking onto the grounds because it's old it doesn't feel modern it doesn't look modern it's des- it really is designed to be old. It's a very exciting, imposing place when you go there. You can sense the history in it. And they, they, they do a very good job with the museums and the displays to take you back to, to what happened in the 1500s, in the 1100s, and the 1200s. And some of the stuff that went on was pretty gruesome. Pretty awful. You, I mean, I don't want to get too graphic, but you told me that uh, sometimes with that moat, you know, they had the ability to raise and lower the water and... Uh, Absolutely. So there was Traders Gate. Um, they would basically round up all the all the people that were due to be dispatched that day, mm-hmm. and they would stand them in the courtyard. And as the tide came in, because the Thames is a tidal river, as the yeah. tide came in, the water levels would rise. They mm. wouldn't be swimming. And yeah. then as the te- as the, the, the the water's levels fell, that would be how they dispatched the prisoners. Yeah. And you have to imagine the screams and everything coming over the wall and all the peasants outside well, in their cobbler shops. That's where the ghosts come and, from. That's where the ghosts come from. Well, that's the thing, because that's why we we're saying it's so spooky. I mean, there there's those, the story of those two princes that they discover. You know, yeah. the, it's pretty awful stuff. And the beheadings. I mean, yeah. Queens, two queens were beheaded there. Yeah, that's why we started uh, this country, Russ. I mean, that's, <laughs> just don't upset no offense. That's, that's why I'm we saying. wanted to get away from all that stuff. But yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty scary stuff. But um, yes, but very Memphis has better barbecue. To, uh, yeah, but, but no um, fish and chips. But uh, it, you, like you said, it, the um, I've watched some um, great video. It does look like a cool place to. It looks like if you're going to London, you have to go there. Right? It's a must do. I mean, if you're going to go to London, it's one of those things that you. You would kick yourself if you didn't experience it. 
Yeah, very, very impressive. And the way they've preserved everything, like you said, I mean, they've got cannons. They've got every everything there. It the seems cannons like. are still used. Um, yeah. You know, whenever there's a, a royal event, such as the coronation of the new king from Tower Hill, that's where they'll fire the salutes from the cannons. Yeah, mm. pretty, pretty cool stuff. So, I mean, there's got and, – and, but you're you're teaching me a lot. I never thought of the whole – if you're building something in London, you got all the things you got to consider. I mean, you're right. You got to have an archaeologist and a, an ordinance expert. You don't just get out there and dig, you know. No. No. Yeah, don't get out there with your back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just kind of don't go, well, we're just going to move all this. Yeah. Well, maybe you're not. I wonder if you find anything, do you get to keep it? That's something worth looking into. Mm. It's your property, right? I mean, I don't think so, unfortunately. I think, I think no, it's a, like a scam. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we can talk about archaeological discoveries in time. All right. You're listening to Tool. Well, I'm, I'm learning a lot today. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9, The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we've got some other business to get to. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. I'm afraid the deflector shield will be quite operational when your friends arrive. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yeah, back in the day, they didn't have deflector shields at the Tower of London. I think they just had the hot oil. They Did had the, the job holes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning. Here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com. Our pal Max over there behind the glass. And our special guest, Russ Anderson from KC Computer. He and his wife, Diane, uh, run a really, really cool shop. It is uh, uh, to help you with your home and business computer needs. Because, you know, like we said, uh, computers, I mean, you know, there's there's no one size fits all and we all need them i mean that's just part of our life today and you want to have the most efficient setup you want to have a setup that works for you and one that's going to be there for the long haul because i mean this isn't just about today it's about you know setting up a system that helps you so if you've got any uh computer questions today's a great day to do it in fact i think we have one coming up uh right mm-hmm, now we you got um, and you want, you can get in touch with us then at the uh, Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. We also invite you to watch the show on the News Talk 98.9 The Roars Facebook page and the News Talk 98.9 The Roars X page. And uh, while you're on social media, make sure to drop by the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page. Give us a like. Check out the posts over there and uh, share the page. So, uh, you know, I, I think we've... We've realized that we're, today we're talking about the Tower of London and our great moments in building history. Let's just say that it, it's it's a rich history. Mm. Some of it's pretty grisly. Some of it, it the, from a construction perspective, it's fascinating. But it's a great. We can't we can't do it justice today. So let's just say get on YouTube or go down a rabbit hole on the computer, and it's a fascinating uh, study. And absolutely, if you go to London, you're going to want to go to this place. Right? Absolutely, you should definitely go. Um, so we're, so that's, that's our recommendation for today and a little spooky. It's pretty interesting. Grizzly. If you're into that horror stuff, uh, there's no shortage of stories and tales. Plenty of reasons to be haunted. Plenty of ghosts. Um, now I don't know if this guy's, uh, uh, I'm not even going to try to transition from that one. So I was going to make a little joke about, uh, Jay Hill and, uh, 
something, whatever. Stop looking at me that way. <laughs> Let's shift gears. Let's talk about our good buddy. I, I really need some caffeine. Let's talk about our good buddy, Jay Hill, with Big M Roofing and Remodeling, another guy I'm going to be working with on mm -hmm. a project coming up. But uh, he is all about, uh, Russ, this guy is all about the exterior protection of your home. We love Jay. He's all about uh, roofing, gutters, siding, and windows. If you have any needs in that department, you cannot do better than uh, our good buddy, Jay Hill. For one thing, he is a GAF, Master Elite Installer. He uh, five stars with the Better Business Bureau and Good Housekeeping. He, I don't know that he's ever gotten worse than a five-star review. People love Jay Hill. I don't they know. Should. The guy's got a dynamic. He they shows should. up on the job. Yeah. He's eager to help you. He's ready to go. He's knowledgeable, and he's got a great attitude. And he somehow that translates to all of his crew as well. He, he creates a great business uh, atmosphere. And I got to tell you, his crew is one and done. No, they're they, not, they, they don't are waste in, time. Out and I mean, there is uh, there the, when you talk about construction, there is no there is no downtime. No, they get they, it done. They move smoothly, efficiently, and they clean up. Oh yeah. You, other than you have a brand new, beautiful roof, when they're done, it. There, there's no trace. No, and they and the systems they put in, they, they you know, they work with GAF. They offer roofing systems because mm -hmm. this is a whole, and uh, they offer lifetime transferable warranties, which is just unheard Insane. of. That would have been yeah. unheard of 30 years ago or something. But they have so much confidence in their product that they're willing to do that. Mm -hmm. So they also, the other great thing about Jay, uh, which makes him very unique, is he's a former insurance agent. So if you... If you're out there and you're like, I wonder, you know, if, if you have roof damage that's covered by your homeowner's insurance, that is game changing. Because, I mean, you and I have benefited from that. Uh, it saves you thousands of dollars and you you may qualify, but that's nothing that you navigate by yourself. You need an expert. Jay shows up. He gives you a free consultation. He has that expert advice. And then he offers you a path forward. You may have a claim or you may not, but at least you're going to have the right information. Also, you might need financing. Well, Jay's got that covered. He's got he 30 lenders at his disposal. The application takes minutes and you're going to you're bound to qualify for, you know, several of them. And then you choose the terms that work best for you. But we, we love Jay's business attitude we love the way you know the business culture he's created and he's just a great dude we're we're very proud to have him on board with tool talk radio he always encourages you to call him directly and i always suggest you know in the middle of an exciting football game mm. or call him you know <laughs> call him at three in the morning just to just to bother him uh get him at uh 901-484-5645 or go to his uh, website big m roofing and remodeling.com all right alan you said we got a text uh directed for uh for Russ, another mm -hmm, computer we question. Do. It's a good one too. Okay, uh, comes from our, our dear friend Scott J. Carroll. Of ask Russ for me. My house is built weird, and the Wi-Fi doesn't get everywhere. He has a weird house. Imagine okay. that. Hey, okay, hey Scott, how you doing? Um, a weird house and some weird Wi-Fi. He's a weird guy. Just a trust weird us. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll meet him. I promise. Yeah. So there are, there are several reasons or several things you'd want to check first of all, and the, the most obvious thing and first thing to test is the actual device you're using for the Wi-Fi. Is it putting out enough signal strength? Is it working correctly? Um, in most cases, if you're having trouble across the house, it's down to the way it was built. You know, there's environmental mm -hmm. factors. There could be metal beams. There could be a metal roof. There could be devices inside your house, electronic devices that can affect the signal. Different things we can do, we can put in um, Wi-Fi signal boosters. We can also put in something called a mesh where 
Just like in a hotel, you can have several devices around the house that will talk to each other and kind of spread out that internet signal and push it forward and, and give you better coverage throughout the house. Give us a call. Come and see us. We'd be glad to talk to you and see what we can do to help you. How do they get in touch with you? So, yeah. Easiest way is you can either come and see us or you can contact us via the website, www.kccomputer.com, um, or give us a call, 901-386-2622. All right. I hope that helps. It reminds me when you're talking about this, It's it's. Uh, I think I watched a video about how satellite technology works. And doesn't it more or less just bounce one signal to the next? Like that's why we can make a phone call and talk to somebody in Australia or – is it the same concept same, here? Same sort just... of principle. It's like being in a hotel. As you walk through the hotel, one device passes you off to another, and you get seamless seamless service. Okay. So, yeah. It may, I'm just wondering, you know, like we have a big fireplace. Sometimes on the other side of that fireplace, it's a completely different cell signal than on the front end. So, okay. Oh, yeah. It can happen very easily. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, you know, keep those questions coming in if you've got uh, questions about your home computer or your uh, business computer. So um, I wanted to sw- shift gears, though. I don't think I teased okay. this because, uh, um, well, actually, it's it's a, a little hack that I wanted to do. I don't know if this is going to cause a debate or not. And uh, it involves chemistry, too. So I wanted to throw this at you, Alan. So, um, I, and I didn't give you any uh, preparation, Max. So I don't know if there's any music you can cue up. But um, we're going to call this a Tool Talk Radio hack, basically. I am not calling this segment Preparation Hack or Preparation H. <laughs> so move on, Joe. Move on. Okay. Well, I, this has to do with doors, especially exterior doors and kitchen cabinet doors. Oh, I got a bunch of hacks for those. So here's my it involves an axe. Here's but. my here's my hack, and this is this is a question that I mean, this is a problem that some people see, especially if you have you know uh, framing that's old mm-hmm. or wasn't put in. Okay, so a lot we know how much weight and stress goes on the hinges of mm-hmm. a front door. Especially, but also kitchen cabinet doors can get a lot of stress because you get that one teenager in your house and you know who you are. You open the cabinet door, you're leaning against it while you're looking up and picking out what donuts you want or something. And that little screw that's holding it in can come loose or whatever. So these are screw screw holes we're talking about that that could come loose and the screw Mm -hmm. comes out. And it's not like you have a lot of options. You don't want to be moving the hinges to a new location. These... You know, so now you have a loose screw hole on a mm-hmm. door. I have a little hack that I like to do. Okay. And it's very simple, but I like to take some toothpicks. You right. take the you take it out, take some toothpicks and uh or even some sawdust, but I, I'm a preferable to toothpicks. You take it out, you jam them in there, you break off the end, you fill up the space, and then Put in a little wood glue mm-hmm. and let it dry. And now you've got a surface that it it the because the way the toothpicks are running, the the, uh, the screw will still find its way in there, but it's now snug, it's easy, and I think it's a pretty good, cheap fix, and it basically costs you nothing. My question, though, Alan, the, the thing I was looking at you at is, this also works with super glue, mm-hmm. but super glue also has a tendency to dry like rock hard. I guess I was going to get your take on it. Do you think, and, and also I know you can use super glue. You could cram this if, if you're in a pinch and you don't have any toothpicks, you could take some paper towel, cram it in there, mm-hmm. pour some super glue in and it'll harden up. However, that could also start on fire. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? Of, well, the, the, the thing that we're looking for here is the toothpicks work so well because you still have a grain. 
that you're saving some wood. Right. You right. still got a little grain in there. And when you begin putting that screw in, the first thing you do is you're pushing it out. Right. And forcing that gap to close. Mm-hmm. So that works really, really well. Of At that point, I usually just use a little construction adhesive. Right. Something that remains a little flexible over time. See, I think flexibility is the key. Because, I mean, wood glue, well, actually, you know, wood glue is wood sort glue, of flexible. At the same time, it gets pretty hard. But so. it really absorbs. The wood glue is actually designed to get into the pores right. of the wood. Right. Where something like a super glue is designed to bond those two surfaces as fast as possible. Right. It'll work. It just, you know, you just got to get a little extra in there. Of I I find that using just any basic construction adhesive and or wood glue will work just fine. Okay, yeah, because I I've tried it with super glue and I don't like it as much. But also, just super for, glue does break. It will actually get so hard it will actually crystallize and break under tension. Yeah, you need something a little flexible. Right. I, but, but but my other question about chemistry was: Is it true? I've had super glue where before I knew any better. I had some. I had a bottle that like spilled or something. I right. wiped it up with a paper towel. And it started smoking, and it yes. got really hot. And yes. I, I put it under water quick, but I was like, could that thing have conceivably started on fire? I of mean, could it get that hot? Different solvents and com- and chemical reactions under pressure or enclosed can actually spontaneously combust. Okay, uh, that was actually a very frightening problem in warehouses with. Of all things, gloves for hospitals. There you go. So if you've got a door that's either rubbing or sagging or something, this is a very quick, cheap hack. Get yourself very some quick. toothpicks and uh, and some wood glue. Snap them off in there. Absolutely. sanding. You're good. All right. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. There's something about an underdog that really inspires the unexceptional news talk 98.9 the roar of memphis i mean that notion is the only thing that keeps me going alan so, I, mean, <laughs> I don't really have a lot of uh, a lot of else to hang my hat on anyway welcome back to uh tool talk radio coming to you from the brown refrigeration studios i'm joe thorderson with thor's hammer carpenter and wood turning here with my buddy alan gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal max over there behind the glass and our guest uh our friend uh, russ anderson from kc computer over on uh, Summer Avenue, there's just enough time if you want to, you know, get a question in a com- home computer or a business computer situation. Uh, you know, you got just enough time to get in touch with us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. If you want to see what Russ looks like, you look very British, Russ. Thank you. Uh, I feel very British. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you look like a you, know, you look like you could put on a professor's jacket and uh, lecture us about the uh, origins of Stonehenge and any number of. I can try. We could talk about. Any- Absolutely. So uh, you can do that by going over to the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roar's Facebook page and uh, watching the show. You can also watch it at the uh, News Talk 98.9 The Roar's X page. And while you're on social media, drop by the uh, Tool Talk Radio uh, Facebook page. Give us a like and uh, check out the action over there. So, all right. Speaking of the studio cams, Alan, I am now going to hold up our must-have item of the week. Um. Uh, oh, yeah. How uh, I hope I can see. I'm looking at it. I'm holding it up on camera. And I this... continue to question how you're able to get this through security. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't easy, Max. So, uh, <laughs> Alan, tell people. I I don't really know if I know the technical name for this. But... Uh, you are holding what I like to call the multifunction and/or roofer's claw hammer. Yeah, 
Uh, well, if it's a roofer's hammer, I don't care because I don't roof, but I, well, I'm using it, it for framing and stuff. So. stunningly efficient because it has a shop absorber. It has nail pullers. Mm-hmm. It has a back claw on it. And it has a big facing head yep. for an improved strike area. Basically for the idea that, like, for a roofer, you're going to nail... 8,000 nails an hour right. as you're smacking through. Yeah. Now, that particular hammer used for framing, I love that style hammer. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason there are 300 hammers at the big box store, and they all look slightly different. Don't go cheap on your hammers. Spend the extra 10 bucks oh and get a gosh. good hammer. You know, yeah. for your computer system, buckle up and buy a good chair. Yeah. For construction, Knuckle down and buy two or three different good hammers. Right. Yeah. This one right here is awesome for especially working on an older building because honestly, this past week I have probably pulled a thousand nails, and that's not an exaggeration. Well, it's out of a wall th- with a device just like that. I'm convinced this hammer was de- designed by a carpenter because it I don't know about you. When I pull nails out, you mm-hmm. can you pull a lot out, especially with an old job. I pull it. I tend to put the nail into the into the claw, and I pull it sideways. I don't usually. Pull, I feel like I get better leverage that way. It bites mm-hmm. into the nail, and the nifty thing about this hammer is it's got two little grooves for different size nails on the yes. side of it. So you don't even have to do that game. You just put this in there, well, and you get some serious torque on this. And there's know, a lot of times where the width of that hammer is going to prevent you from getting hold of that nail when you can just slip it right in there to the side, get it right. and go. Yeah. Of, and the other thing is it has a good extended claw that comes down to a relatively thin edge. Yep. which makes it easy to get under that two by four you're trying to get up. Yes, yeah, so if you have to use it as a lever or something. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing it has, and I have to admit, I haven't had total success with this part. There's a magnet at the top. Right. And there's a little groove. I'm holding it up to the camera right now. Right. It's perfect for like a roofing nail. Yes. Not so much for a finished nail. I no. had a finished nail and it kind of flew around because basically the idea is you put the nail in there because if you're if you're in an awkward position and you can't hold right. it with the other hand, you can with one hand start the nail, tap it in, and then right. swing. But uh, I could definitely see why a roofer would like this. Now, I'll give you a hack for that. Yeah. You know, you open these packages that have got that little piece of uh, rubberized gum in it mm-hmm. that holds the two pieces together. Steal that out of there and put that down in that groove, and it'll hold that little finishing nail perfectly. It's a great hammer. Here, what do you think, Russ? I'm, I'm handing it over to Russ. It's you a could... beautiful hammer. I can think of several computers I'd like to use. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, if it comes down to it and you just got to put it out of its misery, this is a good one. one. Yeah. Nice, comfortable grip. Great. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I spent an extra, I probably spent an extra 15 bucks, but so what? I mean, I'm getting a, this hammer is going to last for years. You know, well, probably decades. And, and, you know, and I run into this a lot with, uh, you know, my, my modern side gig of let me take you to a big box store and give you a tour mm-hmm. of the proper tool for the proper job makes all the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. When you have been beating yourself to death, even with the wrong hammer and everybody's kind of goes, it's just a hammer. Trust me, depending upon the application of what you're doing. You pick up the right hammer to the right job, it it, it is a, at least a day-changing event. Oh, yeah. Because now, at the end of the day, your wrist isn't killing you. You don't feel like you've been pounding the wall with your fist. 
you got the job done quickly and efficiently. Yep. Now get a good hammer and get a couple. You've got how many? I mean, oh my you gosh. don't have I, just one hammer. I, I, I got laughed at yesterday because somebody goes, really, Alan, you have five different hammers in the sleeve in your in your truck holder. And you say, yes, I do. And I'm <laughs> yeah, going to probably go get five more. That's... And I'm like, and this one does this and this right. one does this. And, of uh, you know, the, so the funny thing is, is about an half an hour later, they come back and they go, all right, what's that one with the big claw on the back? Can I right. borrow that one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, it made the job so much easier. Yeah. So, so much easier. So the right tool for the right job. And I promise you, a good hammer makes a huge difference. Yeah. So if you want to see this hammer, go check it out on our Tool Talk Radio Facebook page or, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, hey, uh, we don't want to, well, let's circle back a little because I was just thinking about something. You know, Russ, you've been, in, you know, we're talking about home computers and uh, business computers and everything. And uh, it's funny, you said that you have um, some old computer, you know, I don't know what you call it, antiques up on the wall. And we then, do. What makes me laugh about that is they're called, it, it, you look back and a lot of this stuff is like from the 1980s or something. It's not what I consider an antique and yet in terms of technology, it's ancient. It, it is vintage equipment. We um, we offer a service at KC Computers where we'll recycle people's equipment for them and it's important to recycle oh, yeah. the hard drives correctly as well. Oh, if I PC. got a truckload for you. We'll talk oh my gosh, definitely. yeah. We don't charge. We have a company we work with where things are recycled into plastic and metal. But some of that stuff is just too cool to be ground mm, up. Right. And like you say, vintage equipment from the 1980s, old Atari game systems, punched cards from the old computers. Oh, my gosh. Um, old PCs from 19... I've just restored a Windows 95 mm. PC from uh, uh, 1997 with the original load on it. And people get nostalgic about that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's too cool. We have a little museum there. Come by and relive your childhood and come and play Pac-Man with us. Oh, yeah. Hey, you, but uh, you just said something. I didn't think about this. You you provide electronic recycling. I think that's really important because, I mean, you don't just take your computer and just dump it in the... It's car, right? I mean, important. it has to be... And those are components that could be reused, right? So. They can. In some cases, you know, if equipment is, is sanctioned by the user, we'll refurbish them ourselves and donate to various people we work with. But in most cases, it's important. It's destroyed correctly, recycled. But most importantly, the hard drive, you do not want to lose your personal data. You know, even a mm-hmm. drive that stopped working, you can recover that data. Yeah. The delete button yes, does not delete it forever. Yeah, that's that's kind of a big deal. What about your phones and stuff? Like, what do we, what do we do with our old electronics? You can bring anything to us. We'll be glad to pass that on. We don't charge for it. It's just the right thing to do. So. What about a CD player? CD players, any electronics. Well, the only thing I can't take is old school CRT televisions. Just uh, because of the, uh, the... Oh, the tubes. The tube TV. Does anybody yeah. have one of those anymore? You'd be surprised. They, yeah, they're still a shocking <laughs> really? number a of CRTs They weigh 300 pounds and they're yes, like... Yes, they, no, do. they do. Okay. But anything well, else? Uh, Russ, this is great, man. We're we're really excited about uh, having you set up at the uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. And just a reminder, we're coming up in uh, less than two weeks. We're going to be at the University of Memphis Holiday Inn. Uh, our celebrity guest is um, Jonah Ray. If you know anything about Mystery Science Theater 3000, he's the new host. And apparently there's a, a fundraiser going on now. They're, they're getting launching season 14. So mm-hmm. it's still going, Alan, despite uh, your best efforts. So I love, now, I love that. 3, no. I, you know, we, we've had those nights at the house. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So if you want to come, and then you could meet Alan. Alan will be set up there with mm. darkoakmedia.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be set up there, of course. Uh, all the Cumulus stations will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a great family event. Um, 
Get your tickets at 901 Ticks. You can learn more about the convention at memphiscfc.com. And uh, Russ, uh, one more time, how do people get in touch with uh, KC Computer? Because it sounds like they you, you provide a lot of great services. Yeah, we can help you in lots of ways. Come see us at the shop. We're over on uh, 6415 Summer Avenue. You can call us, 901-386-2622. Or come and see us at the website, www.kccomputer.com. Nice short website. I like that. So, well, this has been interesting. And, Russ, we're going to have to pick your brain off the air because, I, mm. I mean, you've, you've, you've uh, given me a lot to think about in terms of our, our computers, electronics, and then all the things we're learning about London. Pretty cool stuff. Definitely consider yourself a friend of Tool Talk Radio, Russ. Well, we appreciate the invitation today. Thank Great you. to have you on. Uh, but that music means uh, it's time to get out of here. Uh, another episode of Tool Talk Radio is in the can. So on behalf of my buddy, Alan Gilbreth, and our pal Max over there behind the glass, and our friend Russ Anderson, I'm Joe Thorderson. Thanks for listening to Tool Talk Radio, and we'll see you next week.